Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. You can find it on itch.io. Last time, the DBC crew managed to successfully extract a mech containing the exotic ferrofluid they've seen distributed among smacked forces recently. In accordance to their agreement, White Rabbit has taken possession of the mech, and, despite some complications, are now drawing up plans to take the fight to smack. Knowing the scale still needed balancing, the pilots also successfully negotiated for the cooperation of Kingfisher and Bet Noir. They will need the help. While the other FSP groups were salvaging, Smack has been fortifying their position to unknown ends. In addition, the presence of Mark Irons and his elite mercenary crew, the Pharaoh fluid, and the advisory skill of Donahan all add unknowns to the equation. Pilots, where do we find you this session? I'd also like to add for the record that I was able to secure Bette Noire's cooperation with no strings attached. Right. I disagree. Some, okay, so so just diving in with some revisionist history immediately. <laughs> yeah. Hard disagree. No, you, you see, that's what Astro wrote on his uh, on his script of of this mission. See, he was trying to make a movie out of it, so he he made it seem better than what it was. Yeah, he just he just you know writes in like yeah, through they're... charm and wits. He he convinces them to do what he needs, and then some other like punch up writers come in afterwards and they're like this doesn't make sense with the flow of where this story was going what is this hey man the true historians are the survivors if bet noir doesn't survive we get to say what we want oh man are you, are you, <laughs> all right are you keep that in mind as an optional objective i guess <laughs> backstab them yeah i'm sure a new, new subquest kill all survivors so we can make a good movie for astro <laughs> I mean, every movie needs a good double cross, but maybe that's a little too ambitious for us right maybe now. Maybe we don't want that to happen. You ever consider that? <laughs> all right. Anyway. Well, yeah. So, so I imagine uh, we're all together after I I made some calls, um, and uh, Astro's just like, all right, everyone's on board. Uh, believe it or not, we we finally got everyone on our side against smack what now uh well, I, can go for some, I can go for some waffles <clears throat> uh waffles uh i don't think we ever got that on the menu the real question is do waffles exist in this time period i don't see why not <laughs> Space waffles. I'll tell Space you what, waffles. Evelyn, instead of a pizza party, uh, when we celebrate our victory, we can have a waffle party. No, I disagree. Nope, we're deleting better that than waffles. From, nope, nope. We're going, going back. We're deleting that from the record. Forget what Astro said. Let's move on. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I mean, do we, do we go after Smack at this point, or...? Wait for them to come to us. Well, I feel I'm... like the longer we wait, uh, the more, uh, the better advantage we're giving Smack. They're fortifying. 
they're they're not looking to make an offensive, at least not yet. Let's let's be fair. Do you think White Rabbit has the patience to wait? <laughs> Probably not. Nope. At least their leader does. There you go. There he's you pretty, go. He's he's pretty uh yeah he's pretty pumped up. So I mean, are we looking at all-out war like the the other pirate groups attacking at the same time, all out going for it? Or I think I what mean, most most likely to happen is White Rabbit initiates and then the other two join in. That would be my guess. Yeah, the other two probably won't take the initiative, but they will. They will support us once once things get rolling here. <clears throat> Um, well, it sounds like we need to talk to them about what their plans are and what our parts are in it, if any. But, I mean, shouldn't our goal be to kill that stupid clown? Pound foolish? Probably. Um, but I have a feeling he's not completely calling all the shots here. Maybe, like, with Mark Irons and Donahan, he's expendable. I got the impression he was calling the shots from Donahan. Well, yeah, Donahan did kind of make it sound like he was in a in a compromised position he wasn't a huge fan of. Um, that said, I still kind of wonder if he's, you know, <laughs> manipulating things behind the scenes as much as he's able to in his position. Well, um, uh, let me step out of character real quick here. Uh, last time Astro talked to, uh, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting his name. My contact within White Rabbit. Uh, Crux Talonflare? Talonflare? Or Talonflare, no, yeah, Talonflare. Or White yeah. Rabbit. Because you have two friends, kind of, in White Rabbit. Talonflare yeah, yeah. is your recently made friends. Yes, and Hale... Yeah, um, Hale Oberruder is, is uh, your your contact that you knew as part of the S FSP before this mess went down. Talon Flair, see I met. Um, uh, last time I talked to him, uh, was he saying like what what he thought uh, White Rabbit was gonna do um, as a result of this information? I know um, the the big man, the leader. I forget his name too. All of a sudden, I'm just forgetting everyone's names. Galleon. So sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Galleon. Uh, he seemed pretty mad, like he, uh, uh, like he was ready to just like go to war. Um, did I guess sense that they're just gonna mobilize and start, start shooting? Uh, you got a sense that they were getting ready for something. Um, but uh, I would say that that hadn't been nailed down. Okay. All right, so back in character. Uh, Astro will say, well, uh, I can I can um, call up Talonflare again and see if we can, uh, you know, strategize um, and maybe, um, uh, you know, uh, see how we can orchestrate this offensive going forward. Sounds like a plan. All right. Uh yeah I'll uh I'll give him a call. 
Okay. Um, you call up Ken then. Um, yep. It does take uh, a minute uh, for the answer to come over. Um, but eventually, Ken comes online and is like, Oh, uh, Astro, hey, uh, how are things? Good. Good. Great show last night, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so, um, Are you on video so- call? Uh, yes. Okay. There are dark bags under Ken's eyes. Late night, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not all of it the fun kind. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, um, I just figured maybe maybe I'd call you up and we can uh, we can uh, synchronize a little bit here. Um, I know Galleon's probably chomping at the bit here uh, to take the offensive to um, Smack. Um, what do you say we we aim to take out the head of the snake? Pound foolish. Um, yeah, that's the plan. Uh, um, I'm going to tell you that in uh, many of the strategy meetings that I've had to attend, um, there is a vocal minority that keeps calling for the head of the clown. Um, I will let your imagination fill in who that is. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Um. How, what do you think? What's your take? He like rubs his brow as he like thinks he's like, well, um, smack is bigger than us just in terms of amount of people. I, uh, give even odds to the fact that we're better than they are, um, because they just grab every shaft they can get a hold of. Um, but also, uh, it sounds like they have uh, an elite inner system mercenary group working for them. So, you know, good question, Astro. I'm not entirely sure. Well, I guess that makes two of us. I do think uh, it would probably uh, be a good idea to take out the clown, but... Even so, I'm not entirely sure that's going to stop this elite mercenary group or even slow them down, necessarily. I hate to ask this, Astro, but have you made any progress with the others? Yes, they're all on board. Believe it or not. I, I, I can scarcely believe it. Really? Yes. Okay, wait. Okay, so what did Kingfisher actually say? Um, Kingfisher, uh, uh, okay, let, let, let me jump out of character again. Can anyone help me remember what Kingfisher said? Uh, this is one of my bad memory episodes where I just can't remember anything. I'm pretty sure um, Kingfisher was, oh, bet Noir's not going to stab us in the back. All right. Yeah, that was my yeah, understanding. It, it, was the I summary think they, of it. They sort of like were just like, um, we will follow you into battle, you know, like do the honorable thing. Um, uh, but I, I guess the sense I got is that they weren't going to necessarily take the initiative. But once once things started, 
they would they would uh they would come in and help. That would you guys remember too? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um so uh Ashura will say, Well, I appealed to their sense of chivalry and honor. Um and uh, you know, I, I showed them the evidence we gathered and uh Kingfisher was convinced. I don't think they're going to um you know uh shoot the uh, the starting shot here, but um, w once you know things get underway, uh, they they'll be supporting us. Um, so so you got them to say they would fight smack. I don't think they want to sit out while other people are uh, fighting these battles. It would be dishonorable. Okay. So, yeah. That's great, Astro, but. <laughs> Can you tell me that someone important in Kingfisher like said for sure they were going to be part of the fight on our side? Yep, the king himself. I Shit. talked to him okay. directly. Evelyn just kind of coughs says, Kruxkroy! <laughs> yes, his, his royal highness, Kruxkroy. You, well, <laughs> well, if he said that, I mean, that's... That's pretty much as good as an already cast check. That's damn. Okay. That's Yeah. I mean, say what you want about Kingfisher and uh being up their own ass, but like when the when the fires are are going, uh you can rely on them to do what they say they're going to do. Um and what about Bet Noir? Bet Noir was a bit more difficult. Um there had to be a little quid pro quo uh, between me and them, but they're also in. They I also secured um, a promise they would they would support us. What does that mean? It means I have to do them a favor at some point uh, later. I know on. what but that, that doesn't part concern means. You. I mean, the what does it mean that they will help? Um. Uh, they, uh, I think, I think it means, I mean, they're always kind of vague about things, but I think it means uh -huh. they're, they'll also join in the fight once it gets started. Um, and okay. you know, do, doing it their way, you know, uh, mixing in, finding opportunities to, to sabotage smack as, as they arise. Um, yeah, you know, okay. they're, they're not going to stick out their neck any more than they have to, but they're they're going to they're going to lend their support. <sighs> Shit. OK, we might have a shot then. Um, man, that is good news. That's <laughs> some really good news. Oh, God. Um, all right. Well. Well, we're going to have to get some actual plans together. Um, okay, I got some people I need to talk with. I assume you're joining in the fray. Can we count on you yes. to be there? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we plan to. I'm just wondering if once once this all gets started, um, do you think you can help us get access to the government buildings that smack? is currently in control of 
Well, I have some scouts out there right now trying to get us some telemetry data on it. Um, you know what? Why don't you head down to our base? We're about to have a strategy meeting uh, a little later this uh, this morning, um, just before just before afternoon, just before noon. Just before afternoon is noon. Why would I say that? (laughs) Um, We're going to have another strategy meeting just before noon. Um, We can just show you the info we have. And this changes things. Okay, we'll be there. Anything else, Astro? Um, I think that's it for now. Uh, right. see if you can catch a cat nap in between now and then. Yeah, coffee. Got it. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what's in the government? So from what I understand, the government building is fortified to shit. What's in there that needs salvaging? I don't I don't particularly know, but I just want to know what Smack knows. I want to know what information they're protecting. There's there's got to be archives, there's got to be logs in there that explain exactly what happened to this settlement. And that right. was our original mission to figure yeah, out I remember what the hell happened. Telling me. Okay. I'll I'll bring it up. Um like I said, meet us meet us in a few hours. Uh, down at our main base we can um we can loop you in on what info we have perfect all right see you there all right see you there just imagine the screen uh yeah closing um all right yeah uh we got things in motion finally um anyone uh object to joining in the fray i guess i should have asked you before i uh told him we were gonna help probably but i mean what else are we gonna do well if we we did i mean we did get enough information uh we got all the pirate factions united against smack um we could we could leave. I'm sure I can. I I can convince Ken to let us go. Um, I think we we proved our worth, um, and they would be okay with us heading out. Um, I just want just want to put that on the table. I think. Did, did we have like a mission or something here? Well, our mission was to find out what happened to the settlement. We didn't exactly find out, but we picked up a lot of pieces along the way. Um, we we definitely have some intel to bring back to Ren. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, as much as it sucks to be here, and it really sucks to be here, um, this has been our best shot of getting any information. I mean... Who's to say this will ha- this opportunity will happen again? I, I mean, mean, that's how I feel. Sure. Uh, that's why I want I, access yeah. to these government buildings that Smack is fortifying. Um, 
but I just want to, you know, make sure I'm not forcing anyone into something we're not comfortable with. I take, shall I take silence as no. assent? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm uncomfortable fighting those elite soldiers again. That didn't go well last time. Ambush or otherwise. Yeah. yeah. At least we won't be on our own this time. Hmm. One other thing we should probably keep in mind is Smek's already proven that they can set up traps and have the underground part of the city pretty mapped out or at least know how to travel there because they set up those bombs before, right? Right. We should probably make sure there isn't more of those shenanigans going on, especially under a battlefield where, you know, maybe all of the pirates' army is located marching on Smek. Yeah, the agreed. Probably uh, it would be good to have some teams sweep the underground areas while, you know, um, White Rabbit's making their advance. Sounds like they, they did send out some scouting parties and got some te telemetry data. Maybe, maybe they already have some uh, information regarding that. I'm fine with that. That's an option. Um, do we want them to know, though? Smack, I mean. If we send out teams scouting out the underground, they've got those cameras, probably other places. If they do have something set up, they'll be watching it. If we don't want them to know, my mech is very lightweight and it has that invisibility drive to it. It uh, shouldn't show up on, on most scanners. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's a good idea. Um, let's bring it up to White Rabbit when we go meet them. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, meetings in a couple hours. I'd say uh, get some breakfast if you haven't had already, and we'll leave in uh, just a few here. What time is it actually? Like, I, I... I just assume it's morning because we're meeting before noon. <laughs> oh. So that that's all I need to know, really. <laughs> well, you guys went out last night. You went to a concert, and then this morning, and some repair work happened over the night as well. You guys should all be fully repaired now. Um, mm -hmm. Curry helped getting you all your supply lists picked from the 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 various um, you know bins in the storage area. So you guys had everything you needed to get you know back to full repair. Uh, I remember we ran a scene with Orion talking to Artemis about you know some tests he had run. Um, so I know that all that happened last night. Um, and then this morning we had Astro talking to Kingfisher and, um, Bette Noir. So I assume that happened morning, like after you guys woke up. Yeah. So it's probably 10 ish. Mm. Sounds about right. So you're saying waffles are still an option. I mean, if waffles, I said man. three in the afternoon, waffles would still be an option. <laughs> I guess that's true. Waffles are always an option. 
Evelyn goes up and starts making waffles. You guys want waffles? Um, sure. Just don't burn them like you did last time. It's one time. One time. <laughs> one time is all it takes. Evelyn, you get to the mess hall. <laughs> oh no! You go to find the stuff you need to make waffles. Um, uh, as you get there, what are you looking for specifically? Are you making <laughs> from scratch waffles or are you getting like just a frozen box of waffles out of storage? I mean, it's like the instant mix stuff, you know, it's like it, the flour. You don't need to do an egg. It's only like the mix in water. OK, so like the mix. Yeah, just you're just I'm, getting waffle. Do you have a waffle maker? I don't see why not. I mean. I just want to know how much effort Evelyn is going through here to try and make waffles. I, I'm scared that we have to she, go in this much detail. Like, I'm waiting she, for something she, to happen that's relevant to the plot. I think you have plot. to do, like, a hack or fix check to see if you can craft <laughs> a impromptu waffle maker using spare parts from around the ship. You know uh, what? I actually love that idea. Can we retroactively say that Evelyn has has jury-rigged a waffle iron in the past, and we're using that? Uh, mostly I want to just know how much effort you're putting into making these waffles, if it's a thing that takes you a couple of minutes, or if it's a thing that takes you, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, I, Evelyn's, like, I just want to have an easy morning, so I would imagine there has to be an existing waffle iron. Okay, okay. You get all the stuff, you get the mix, you get the mix ready, you get the mm -hmm. waffle iron ready, and then Jessica walks in, She's like, oh, good morning, Evelyn. Hey, want waffles? Oh, uh, sure. Did, did you guys need breakfast? I don't know. I, I just wanted waffles. Well, go sit down. I'll finish up in here. I mean, I'm already here. And like, I got the waffle iron. You know, my homemade waffle iron. She looks iron at the waffle. <laughs> she looks at the weird scrap heap that you call a waffle iron. Yes. <laughs> raises one eyebrow Look, okay they taste, they taste great in the end anyway uh, you know now I'm curious so sure I will also have waffles she like laughs a little bit to herself as she finishes the sentence she looks warily at where the waffle iron mess is plugged into the wall as if she doesn't trust it and then walks away. <laughs> do, do I need to roll a dice to make waffles? No. Thank you. Thank but you can you. tell me how it goes. Ah, uh, they're not. I mean, it, I like to think of it like um, like you're at a buffet and, you know, there's like that waffle iron. Like they're not amazing waffles, but they're good enough. Okay, so right, hotel gonna, waffles. Yeah, I'm gonna steal a Game Grumps joke here and go, "Hey Billy, what was your favorite episode of CCRPG?" I like the one where they talk about waffles for a really, really, really long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you come out with this, waffles, Evelyn. This all started be because before the recording, I found out it was Waffle Day today, March 25th. <laughs> I apologize. You should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I regret to keep... date the episode. I regret keep bringing up waffles. 
At least he didn't say the year. It could be any waffle day throughout time. Yeah. Maybe it's waffle day 2047 or something right now. Yeah, or 1980. I mean, it couldn't be Still waffle know. day 2047 because we all know by that point, waffles will have been made illegal. Um, <laughs> but, you know, some of us oh, still no. know how to get our fix with these <laughs> illegal waffle makers. Yeah, th this all goes back to Lancer lore. Like it all starts in 2047 with the great waffling. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> anyway, you guys have had waffles. breakfast. <laughs> I've now fast forwarded. <laughs> what are we you. doing now? I hope you got the waffles out of your system. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so once once everyone's ready, uh, I'll just uh be be like, all right, let's head out. Um, I'm not planning on taking my Mac or anything. I'm just gonna. Um, go down to like wherever they set their base camp um, uh, and you know uh, meet up with White Rabbit and Ken okay yeah absolutely um, so uh, are all of you going I assume yeah yeah, sure. for sure right. yep cool uh, the four of you make your way into Kingfisher Base. Uh, you have or not uh, White Rabbit White Rabbit Base. Uh, <laughs> you've been here before. Uh, it's where uh, I mean, your ship is already kind of docked adjacent in in like the shipyard, um, but only Astro uh, has met everyone here before. Um, the rest of you kind of went off to do other things around this area. Um, what you will notice coming in is it's a very prefab base. A lot of these are like very obviously like quick construct buildings, um, you know, just like construction buildings that you would see pop up near construction sites and stuff like that. A lot of support buildings and stuff. Um, you do make it to the main building. Uh, people barely challenge you, you know, on approach through the base because a lot of people recognize who you are by now uh, for good or ill. Uh, <laughs> prior uh, to clearing your names, these might have been angry stares at the knowledge of who you were. Uh, <laughs> now it seems like people are mostly OK with you being here um nice uh but you have made your way to the central command building um as you get to the front door there is the guard uh a guard uh astro would know from the last time he is here there's an armed guard at the entrance uh who just kind of like steps up as you guys approach he has like an assault rifle crossways across his chest and he's just like hey you uh, uh dbc crew that's us all right, yeah. Um, Talon Flair's inside. He's uh in the meeting with the boss now. You better get in there. People are angry. Uh, not at us, I hope. I don't know, but I can hear the shouting out here. <laughs> okay, that's kind of what I expected. Thanks. Yeah. Good luck. Oh. He like opens the door for you. <laughs> I'll walk in. All right. Uh, as you walk in, you do indeed hear shouting coming from up the staircase. Is it uh, one voice in particular that is shouting? Uh, it is a very deep, loud voice yelling. Uh, you can't yeah. make out the individual words right now. Okay. Um, I'll just follow the shouting. All right. You guys make your way up to the top floor, which Astro, you would remember, is kind of Galleon's suite on the top of the command building. 
uh, kind of an open concept kind of thing. It's the entire top floor is just one big open area that has like a bar and like a central area with like a large table and like uh, like a like a freestanding wall in the center of the area at the end of that conference table that has like a big like display on it and stuff like that. Um, as you guys come up there, like on this giant display at the end of the conference table, there are two large video calls open on the display and Galleon is yelling at them. <laughs> Do I recognize who's on the video? Yes, uh, the two people uh, who are on that video that he is yelling at uh, are uh, are um, where? Why did I? Why did I write this in a separate area? Just want to make sure I have the name right. Uh, the two people on the projector are Tepsi Pippinadin. Okay. And um, Crux Croy. Oh boy! Oh, wow! Uh, it, the first one. Who, who's that again? That is the leader of Bet Noir who wears okay, the fox mask. Like, oh boy, he's yelling at them. This is not great. Uh, you catch the end of the most recent tirade as you ascend the stairs, which is something to the effect of. Um, Basically saying Bet Noir is going to stab us all in the back and uh, Kingfisher won't even notice because they'll be too busy walking over us on their way to find their bullshit glory. <laughs> oh, boy. It's been that much time trying to cultivate this uh, <laughs> this allyship uh, and, uh, you know, it might end before it even starts. Ken is at the conference table. He is seated with his head just in his hands, just like shaking his head, just like, oh, my God, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> um, oh, uh, uh, can I uh, walk up to Ken? And uh, do you make yourselves known as you enter the room? Oh, OK. Um, uh, I, it, what I'll do is I'll just kind of clear my throat. <clears> throat> Uh, Galleon spins to see you. Goes, Astro! Hey. hey! It is good to see you alive, and I'm glad to recently find out I don't have to kill you! Yeah, yeah. Not as glad as me. Trust me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, good. yelling at your new allies, I see? allies he looks enraged immediately as you say the word allies <laughs> just just uh, a little joke is all just just you know trying as, to lighten the as mood it looks like he's about to turn around and start yelling at them again uh crux croy by the way his image in the in the scene is one of like frustration but frustration in the like i'm going to sit here and let you mouth off and then if I was in person, I'd punch you in the face kind of yeah, grimace right. to his cast. Um, and you, again, have no read on Tepsi because she is wearing the fox mask. Right. Um, so 
I know uh, I know you all don't see eye to eye on everything, but hopefully enemy of my enemy and all that uh we can have a working arrangement. Working arrangement. That's an interesting way to put things, Astro. We had a working arrangement when you first arrived on the planet, wouldn't you say? And we still do, I hope. Can you remind me what the terms of that arrangement were? Well, I, uh, you give us, uh, you give us, uh, protection, uh, and, uh, we find you good salvage. Yeah, okay, I remember that. I remember there being a stipulation as to, uh, you staying out of our way, not interrupting our work, and, uh, also that you'd help us get more shit out of this. Um, now what I seem to see is you got a whole lot in our way, Astro. And now we're involved in a war. Um, well, I think we... Uh, can I, I put my hand on Astro's sh shoulder for a second and whisper to him? Uh, this guy is a narcissist. Do not say that he's wrong. Whatever you do. <laughs> oh, I'll nod to you. You're like my lawyer whispering in my ear. Um, and I'll say... I I can't can't argue with that. I I do apologize. Um but I hope that we could all see a silver lining in this and we did not intend to get in your way. Um the see, fact this is this is what I like about Astro. He just talks over you and turns yeah. to the people on the video call. See, he knows when to admit when he's wrong about something and he's willing to work on making things better. You know, I wish you guys were more like Astro. <laughs> If only. <laughs> and uh, at this point, Crux Croy finally just shakes his head like. Listen here, you utter buffoon. We are at war and you wish to mouth off like this. Put bullets on the field, not words. And Galleon just shakes his head and just says, OK, yeah, sure. Sounds pretty. Great. I'll say, um, uh, to, to the end of, uh, trying to make things right with, with, uh, White Rabbit, we want to be on the field with you and help any way we can. Uh, at this point, uh, Ken stands up, uh, like taking the momentum you've made by interrupting things and goes, you know what? I think Astro is right. Maybe we should just reallocate this energy. He like looks around nodding at everyone. And let's talk about how much Smack deserves to get the shit beaten out of them. Huh? Here, here. Evelyn raises her fist. Galleon Smack. nods slowly but suspiciously. <laughs> I think we can all at least agree that Smack and that stupid clown needs the shit kicked out of them. At this, both Galleon and uh, Crux Croy both seem to have agreed to something for the first time in what you assume has been this meeting because they both yeah. like are listening to you and like nod slightly like they're Coming listening ground. 
um, <laughs> Ken like motions you guys over, like get over here and like get over to this yeah. uh, table and be part of this meeting now. <laughs> I'll I'll walk over and sit down. So, I'm gonna go ahead and just give everyone some information because I think we all need it. So, uh, you hear, by the way, out of the side of your ear, uh, from the video call from Tepsi, when when Ken says he wants to give everyone some information, you hear her chuckle under her breath slightly. <laughs> um, listen, these are all just toxic groups trying to work together. They're yeah. not great at it. Um, <laughs> Clearly. Galleon looks like he's about to get angry, but Ken just starts talking about the information before he can blow up. Um, so we sent out some recon drones and you're not going to like what we found in the downtown district. Smack have gotten really good at uh, turning what appears to be an urban environment into a fortress. It is... <sighs> I have only seen stuff like this on places where there were corpores. Well, they do have, they are pulling in support from uh, splinter corp groups after all. Uh, Ken, uh, to kind of illustrate the point, pulls up a kind of captured drone image of City Hall. Uh, in front of you, you see what was once the austere domain of bureaucrats and officials is now a fortress. There is what appears to be in the center of the frame, a gigantic Second, second Empire styled building with a large clock tower rising from the center. It seems to be built out of brick and white marble with limestone. But now, also carved into the building, is steel reinforcements, barbed wire, and concrete of the occupying pirates. Um, it appears that the surrounding buildings have had the same treatment. In following drone shots, you also see where, just beyond uh, where the giant rift opened up on the border between Smack and the other pirate crews, um... Because you remember, there were two other large explosions that um, Smack at the time used as justification for like, hey, we got hit two guys. It couldn't have been us. You now realize those two giant crevices now make excellent natural ground fortifications mm -hmm. because just, uh, you know, uh, a few hundred feet back from those crevices, you now see a gigantic wall. Uh, like a, a giant uh, fortified prefab wall built uh, blocking the entrance into uh, the deeper part of Smack's territory. That's across from the like crevice? Yes. So, uh, so remember, to the north is White Rabbit. To the south is Kingfisher. To the east is Smack. Basically, the long border where Smack touches both Kingfisher and White Rabbit, their western flank, two giant crevices opened up because two large, two other large explosions happened under their territory. They have turned those sinkholes into defended areas. Got it. 
Uh, looks like Smack's been busy. Yes, it does. Um, the other thing uh, I was talking about with my crew that we're a little worried about is the control they have in the underground parts of the city. Uh, oh, we, uh, we, can I can I talk now? Is is everyone else done with the bluster? I'm I'm sorry, maybe maybe I dozed off a little bit. Uh, Tepsy speaking up. Uh, finally, um, yeah. Uh, we are also aware of the underground area, and I assumed that um, none of you would think to look there, so kudos uh, to whoever on your team came up with that idea, Astro. I'm glad you're not idiots. Um, we have been... I'll just, uh, I'll just uh, pat uh, Kestrel on the back here. Uh, we have been keeping tabs on communications... And yes, it does seem there seems to be something happening down below. Uh, worryingly, there appears to be a coded transmission uh, that was sent out subspace from the city below. Coded transmission? Were you yes, able to uh, a long-range transmission. Nope. Oh, I'm surprised. Feels like oh, that's yes. something you guys excel at. Uh, it would be, and I'm sure we can crack it. I just don't know how useful it will be two months from now. Um, you're saying two months from now, that's how long it'll take to reach its destination? No, that's how long it will take to crack the encryption on this thing. Um, wow. It appears that uh, what we didn't know is in the city below, there is a the remnants of a Terratella ESCOM tower. Uh, what is an ESCOM tower? Well, I'm glad you asked, Astro. An ESCOM tower is when big bad corporations have things they really don't want you to know. Interesting. She, like, smile. Like, you can tell that she's, like, la like, smiling under her mask as she talks to you about this. Like, one of those things where you just there's a smile in their voice oh yeah you can hear it in her voice yeah you, you, you can sense the smugness <laughs> um so no i wasn't able to decode it but um i don't know if that matters actually because the more important information i've been able to uh figure out from intercepting this transmission is where it's headed to whoa don't keep us in suspense but I love suspense. I've I've gathered that everyone at the table, <laughs> including the other per like including Crux Croy on the video call, just looks like exasperatedly frustrated. Um, normally, I love suspense too, but uh, so Evelyn has quietly poured some alcohol in her um drink. Like she sat at the table and just <laughs> you just take out a flask. Ken takes it and looks at you confused until he catches the smell coming off of it. And then he goes, he smiles at you and nods thankfully and then takes a takes a swig before he passes it back. <laughs> Evelyn just winks. 
Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, what uh, what she will say is, oh, well, um, the thing is, we found out uh, that uh, where the uh, where the transmission is going. Hold on. Where the transmission is going is somewhere. Dot dot very dot is somewhere very important. shocking. <laughs> it's going into space. She's just still drawing out the suspense. <laughs> also stalling for time. <laughs> While she looks it up on her other screen, yeah. you see her looking off to the side, being like, Where is going? I, I, is... Had it, I had it written down. Where is it? it was right here. Because that's what me, Bob, is doing right now. You see notebooks flying in the background. <laughs> um, so yeah, after after pulling up her information, she will say, well, like I said, it's unknown what they sent, but um, we do know it was sent to the Man of War, and you see the other people in the room who aren't you all all get concerned, like it's an immediate and unmistakable response of concern. Okay, fill me in here. What's the Man of War? Uh, Ken will actually like lean in to explain to you. Uh, on behalf of the others in the room. <sighs> so Smack is large, um, but they're also pretty disorganized. What we have here on planet isn't the size of them. They probably have dipshits off on every part of the part of the galaxy, just making trouble for anyone who gets near them. Um, the Man of War, or Man of War, as I've never known how to say it, um, is their central relay in dispatch. It is like a, like a space base slash communication tower. Um, the only time something like this happens is if they're calling for a swarm. A swarm? You mean reinforcements? It's worse than that. It's like... It's like calling for an all-out havoc at the end of a battle. Uh, it's like pointing a bunch of crazy people at a place and saying, the rules don't apply, go nuts. Well, shit. Um, and if uh, they just send out a, a message to the Mana War, that means they're probably calling the rest of Smack here. And we already know they've been pulling some people from this mercenary group. Um, so, hmm, seems like we better act fast. Uh, you see on the video, Crux Croy uh, nods and says, I think Astro has the right of it. We are left with one option. We kill the clown before they arrive. Here, here. Evelyn raises her fist again. Galleon, like, is sitting in his chair, nodding. He's like, that's the first sensible thing I've heard today. Look at that, common ground. 
Doesn't it feel good? Are you sitting next to Ken, <laughs> Astro? <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd say it as an aside to Ken. Like sort of. Oh, okay. Like, if you said yeah. it too loud, he was gonna kick you under the table. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, dying kicks Astro under the table for Ken. <laughs> um, Galleon will stand up and just—he's huge. He's a huge guy. He looks like he could be a professional wrestler. He's like—he's okay. tall. But his stature is that of a box because his shoulders are so wide and so muscular. And he's he just like he's wearing a suit, but it looks like the kind of suit you would wear in a wrestling ring. It looks like it looks like it fits him, but it looks like he could tear it off of his chest at any moment. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining Dave Bautista. Yeah, something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Um, he, he stands up and he goes, all right, then. We take the flight to them. I mean, what's so hard about that? They're a bunch of assholes anyway. We could take them. Uh, Ken says, yes, I'm, I'm sure we could take them. But don't you think they deserve getting really stomped into the ground? <laughs> and you see that Galleon kind of like nods slowly. He goes, yeah. Okay, cool. So if that's the case, Galleon, uh, maybe we can, I don't know, do more with the cooperation of the other groups involved. And Galleon looks a little more suspicious when he says that. I'll, I'll say, listen, um, the fact is, Smack isn't playing fair. They have an outside group helping them with crazy technology. So normally the situation, I'm sure, uh, wouldn't call for um, you working with other factions, but we got to even the odds somehow. And I think with that, the the meeting can essentially start to really proceed strategy wise. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to dive down in detail on what every specific person recommends and who gets angry about what. Imagine it's just a very fraught strategy meeting. Right. But coming out of it, you learn a few things about the different groups and what they're good at. Um, you know that uh, the white rabbit is just a, like a, like a bar, like across the field, kind of like a baseline group, right? They're not as numerous and as shitty as Smack, right? Smack is more about large numbers, lower quality, right? So they're like slightly lower numbers, but just kind of like normal. Like if there was a bar average group, that's White Rabbit, okay? Okay. You learned from Kingfisher that they are basically the they kind of operate kind of like the knights they purport themselves to be right. They work better um, in things like charges uh, in taking enemies by the flank and like, you know, driving into formations at force. Right. You find out that they have some elite units that are, you know, they're they're kind of like named pilots who <laughs> they annoyingly refer to as their knights. Right. Um <laughs> 
Um, so you you do get that kind of sense from them. Um, it is harder to pin down what Bet Noir is really committing to, um, but they have said that they will do you know interdiction and support like field support uh, while the operations are going on, uh, providing you know kind of like up to date intel on where everyone is and what's going on during the fighting. Is there anything you think you would specifically want them? to focus on these three groups because with the amount that you've been able to pull these groups together, you could probably guide these conversations in a way tactically that works best for you. Um, uh, so uh, I'll turn to Steve and I'll say, do you, do you want to talk about what you could maybe contribute uh, concerning the underground levels? Uh I'm curious to know what Bet Noir has and what they've done with it so far, uh, because maybe I don't need to go down there if that's the case. But uh, they will. Do, yeah. And I'm just saying that out loud. OK. But yeah. Like I, I do have a mech that is is particularly useful at stealth missions. Uh, Tepsi uh, will say, oh, well, we've mostly been monitoring communications and we have an idea of what is down there. Um but because we were falsely accused, we haven't been able to get assets down there. So we don't really have a visual on what's down below. And I'm assuming everyone here would prefer, no offense to you, Bet Noir, that those assets do not go down there at the moment just yet. Damn right, says Galleon, <laughs> crossing his arms. <laughs> I'll just kind of give a shrug and go, but... There is no issue if I do. He like ponders and just like shrugs non-committally. And Talon Flair says, I mean, you guys have kind of proven that there's one thing we can rely on. You're not working with Smack. Yep. Well, uh, before I do, I would like to know where the main fighting force will be because the thing I'm most concerned about is another bomb going off right under everyone's units. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they'll pull up kind of like the top down view of the various, like where, where they could go in on smack. Um, you know, there's, you see kind of the urban centers where there's the large buildings and like, um, where the the downtown district is um on the on the image you see like the the long line that they've added to show like the 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 prefab wall that's been constructed around the the whole thing um they'll even have like highlighted on there where the two large sinkhole slash ravines are headed into their area and they'll kind of like outline these on the tactical map in front of you and what it is seems to be coming to is uh unless you guys want them to change tactics uh what they think they would be good at is if white rabbit um like takes the lead in terms of like manpower because they just have the most people of the people who's on your side and like providing a, a like a front like a, a battle line to go up against smack and push them back um kingfisher kind of like providing support and like cavalry charges basically like operating as an actual mechanized cavalry and having units go here and there to like 
tip the odds in your favor where they can. Um, so they start pointing out on the borderline in between Kingfisher, Smack, and White Rabbit, where would be the best areas to attack. All right. Uh, and who can I tell from the video calls if there's other people in the rooms in the other um, uh, command centers, other other yes. gang bases or whatever? So you do know in Kingfisher, uh, he is just taking this call on the bridge of his ship. So there is probably like 12 other people on that bridge with him who are like his various knights and operators and stuff who are working the other consoles in that bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, Tepsi appears to be in a small dark room, but you are unsure. Okay. And then what about this room? Is it just Ken and Galleon? It is Ken and Galleon and you all. Okay. Uh, my next concern is that Smack has spies. Uh, I don't I don't want to begin to distrust any of you or any of your men, but it is something that we should keep in mind. That's uh, OK. I'll do it for you. Galleon points the screen at Tepsi and says, I still haven't heard a compelling reason why you won't backstab us. <laughs> Assurances during wartime do make sense. Tepsi like shrugs in her video uh, and just is like, they falsely accused us of doing all of this. They were going to have you all turn on us and try to fight us. I mean. Don't we want revenge, too? That does make sense, Galleon, if I may call you that. Uh, I mean, imagine if they had said that about you. You're you're not a kid, but he calls you kid. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, assurances aside, um, I vote we distract them. Uh, I say that we use uh, transmitters from White Rabbit in uh, one of these areas that they we can hide them in to make it look like we're going to be coming from an angle at Smack. Uh, and then when they deploy troops around that, uh, we can hit from a different side. Ken nods is like, I like that. I like that a lot. We we know already that the rank and file of Smack are already loose with their own transponder signals. I assume they're not going to pay enough attention to what's going on to like really drill down on it. And at the very least, it'll buy us some time. The second phase of this is deciding where we actually attack from. And if I can get some more intel on that and maybe some help or, or equipment from some of you all, uh, I'm kind of looking at Bet Noir when I say this. Uh, if we can clear out an area under where Smek will be, I suggest we do the same thing that they did to, to you all that we do to them under the army where we're attacking from. Uh, Galleon will turn to the others and see you get like see i told you turnabout was fair play we should just blow them up from below um it's not gonna be as simple as blowing up all of them but if we can blow up a big enough part of their army under them then i think my team could take some explosives down there and get that done it's not like we're not gonna hit resistance down there uh ken will turn to you and say 
loud enough that like Galleon can hear. So he's kind of, he's telling you, but he's also like, you can tell reiterating a point he told to Galleon earlier. Uh, and he will say, that's a great idea. I'd love to do that, but it's, it's thick going. Like there is a lot of space in between the surface and that city down below, which is why we didn't know about it at first. Whatever those bombs were, were so destructive, they were able to take out the supports for the city. Do you have more of that? Because we don't. Uh, have we done any kind of testing on the liquids we got from that? Uh, Air that yeah, this, the, well... The protoplast. I can't remember what it was liquid. called. Yeah. Oh, that, the salient oh, that, medium? The salient yeah. medium. Yeah. Uh, you, so. uh, Dine, I believe, has done some tests on it. Yeah, okay. it, but it's, it's not, not related or anything. It's, no. it's not like the same stuff. Okay. No, it, it has a completely different use. I don't, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's not going to create the boom you need. But it, Ken well, will follow it and be like, but I love the idea. It'd be great. Um, it's just if we don't have the firepower and they already know that trick because they've used it on us, I don't know how simple it'll be to turn that back on them unless we have a really solid game plan going in, which if you if we can figure one out, I'd love to hammer one out. But we would need to obtain the materials to do that and get it to a place which I assume they're watching the underground. What if uh, our team, we may not be able to to set off explosives that powerful, but what if our team goes underground and makes sure they're not placing their own bombs or making any moves uh, down there? We may yeah, even... I mean, if you guys can get some solid intel without, like, giving away the, giving away the trick, I mean, that's something we're going to want. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Maybe we can even find an ingress point to their big fortified area from underground. Huh. Well, so. I'm going to be honest, Astro. If we can, that'd be great. But we also have a clock on our hands now. This all needs to happen and go down before the swarm gets here. Otherwise, right. we should just pack up and leave before they arrive and let Smack have whatever they're here for. Because none of us are getting out of here if they get here before we finish things off. How, how Correct can... me if I'm wrong, but even if we finish things, we'd still have to leave, right? Even if, if the Pound Foolish is dead they're still probably coming just without leadership this time. Yeah. All the senior leadership is here as far as I'm aware. So if we do take pound down and his officers and whoever this Ken and Donahan people are, then we have to assume that will be good for us. But 
I'm going to be honest. I've seen the aftermath of where swarms have happened. It ain't peachy. So if we let that happen, I don't know if you guys are going to find anything here either. And there's no way we want to be here when that happens either. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, where would we be most useful to you? Would we join you on the front lines? Or uh, would you like us to try to infiltrate or something? Ken will point to an area uh, on the what they have of the intel of like Smack's area, like um, their their general fortifications and like territory. Actually, um, you're the only ones I know of who've successfully fought the pit wolves so far. And it looks like that is who was at the base of the um, the city hall. He'll point at the uh, overland map and point to where city hall is. And he'll like circle an area on the map. And he's like, as far as we're aware, this is where the landing site is and the camps are for the pit wolves. Um, they seem to be segregated and apart from the rest of the smack forces. Yeah, I got the sense they weren't well integrated with the rest of the forces. So you want us to hit this? Well, it's more complicated than that. We're going to have to get there first. He draws this line along the wall uh, that leads into Smack territory again and says, we're going to have to get past these, these, uh, <laughs> these defenses. Uh, we're going to have to get a critical mass of our people past these defenses in order to really make a difference. He points to a couple of different points. There are a couple of points along this wall that are good ingress points. I want us to be able to take a few of them. So that's going to take our top operators all hitting these different areas simultaneously. And I'd like you to be one of those teams. works for me once you've taken this area if you can hold down control the cavalry can arrive they can hold down the area from there and then you can move further in the sooner we take care of these and he points towards the people around the tower the sooner we'll have their base under our command All right. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm game with that plan. If he thinks it's a good idea, he looks behind him at uh, Crux Croy, who's on the call. He says, I'd like you to send some of your people along with each one of these uh, uh, frontline forces, these strike groups, in order to back them up to keep extraneous reinforcements off of them while they take these zones. Crux like nods and goes, yeah, I can put people in the field. Once they assault those points, we can deploy people in the area to keep reinforcements off their back as much as we can. What do you think? Turns to your group. Um, oh, I'll... I'll, I'll turn to the rest of them. 
uh, or turn to the rest of my team and then say, I think it's a good plan. Any any thoughts from the rest of you? I think it's as good as we've got right now. I mean, fortunately, we don't have anything really obvious to go after, so. Well, like I don't think plan. anything's really going to change after I scout the below area, but uh, if if it does, we can bring it up then, I suppose. Yes. True. And the other thing I like about this is if we are on the front lines, we could get into their their fortress sooner. Maybe maybe they'll buy us some time to gather intel about what they're trying to protect there. You know, it, it comes to me that we could probably um, try to capture our pit wolf and see what they um, see what they know. But well, yeah, we, we tried we, that we've already. already. Seen what happens yeah. when they're captured? That's yeah, not going to happen. That'll happen again. <laughs> Um, like it'd be great to just to go straight to them and figure out what's going on, but I guess they're not going to be cooperative. One of them had a suicide. The one that was there had a suicide pill. Exactly. It, it, it's it's not going to happen. It's just if we fight them, we kill them. It's that's that's it. That's pretty much all we can do. Yep. I'll turn back to Ken and say we're on board. All right, I'll uh I'll start drawing things up. Or uh, he looks at you, um, uh, Steve, uh, when he says this is like, are you still willing to go down below and make sure they don't have any nasty surprises in store for us? Uh, I'll nod and go. I'm not gonna be risking myself down there best I can, but yeah. Uh... Yeah, don't. We can't afford to lose anyone. Um. Is Galleon looking antsy or anything, or is she fine? Galleon is, for lack of a better word, looking petulant. <laughs> he didn't get his way, and he's kind of annoyed by it. Okay. Um, noticing that, I'll just go, uh, well, uh, Galleon, you've got a good smart man working under you kudos yeah i only hire the best what you gonna work for me and be some shit heel nah he looks at ken and like slaps him on the shoulder approvingly he's like only the best for my stable you're really good at picking him uh <laughs> steve you have completely turned his emotional framework around like instantly <laughs> He now <laughs> feels like he's responsible for coming up with this good plan. Yeah, yeah. Narcissists are both the easiest and hardest people to deal with in life. <laughs> Steve is a Galleon whisperer. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I have a very narcissistic, uh, narcissistic friend, uh, so <laughs> I kind of know how to work around them. So. All right, well... Uh, we don't have to play out any more of the of the specifics. We can assume uh, that you guys know what you're talking about and kind of go over like coordinates, timing, things like that. Uh, if you have any questions about those things, you can just ask me those later. Um, but your characters get filled in on all the details and kind of like what to expect. 
Um, what I am more interested in is uh, if the attack is happening in a day or two, what are you doing in the meantime? All right. Well, Steve, Steve is going to scout ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll, Talk. So I assume after the meeting, uh, like, I'll get everyone to huddle together to kind of discuss our own plans in the meantime. And I'll say to Steve, so you're going to scout ahead, and I, I don't like I don't like sending you out on your own, but I'm guessing in this case you're probably work best on your own. Am I right? I don't plan on fighting anyone down there. Uh... And if anyone else came with me, then it's less likely we would be undetected. So uh, All right. it's probably that best that I do it alone. Seems fine. At the, at the sign of the slightest bit of resistance or danger, you turn back. We can't afford to lose you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, all right. Um uh i guess we'll we'll wait back here and just uh get prepped for battle then i i don't know if if i gave it to steve before but i would give him all of the data on the map that we created pre when during our previous excursion underground um that way he would at least know where um, where he's been and can figure out where to go from there can I don't know if we can work this. Uh, we're we're away from the meeting room now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know if we can work this or not, but is there any way that while I'm doing that, you guys can check to see if they're they're putting units around where we're planning on putting the uh, the fake entry into? Um, I don't know how to explain it oh, better than like that. The, the diversion that we were planning on doing. You want to know? Checking if, to see if the diversion worked. Yeah, um, I'm still a little concerned that battle plans could get leaked. Um, yeah, we like, could. For instance, if if they if they do put people there, I'd be less concerned. If they don't put more people on that side of the wall expecting an invasion, then we should be a little bit more concerned and maybe. I don't know, figure out something to do if that happens, because they know what our plans are then. Or if they just put just the right amount of people to try to stave off suspicion, but still not as much as you might expect. I don't know how to draw Maybe. that line, but I agree it's if, worth if, monitoring. If, if, if Pound Foolish alone was making the calls, I wouldn't be concerned with that. But since Donovan is there, then yeah, they, they could potentially. But uh, if we notice something concerning, we need to contact just the leaders of all the groups and maybe change our attack to come from the diversion. Yeah, we can we we can see what we do we can do uh, on that end. We could probably monitor that. All right, so you guys uh, come up with these plans. You guys, the other three of you, uh, Orion, Chimera, and Comet, uh, you are going to follow up to see if there's any uh, loose lips sinking ships on your side of the uh, information line here. Um, 
And then Kestrel, you're going to head down below to see if you can find out more about um, if anything happening under there is cause for concern. Is that right? That's the plan. All right. Uh, Kestrel, one more thing. In addition to the mapping info that Orion has given you, um, you also now have the data on where that Terratella ESCOM tower is down below as well. Um, that was something that was shared during the meeting. Um, Bet Noir, when they were like, oh, well, we detected this transmissioning from this ESCOM tower we didn't know about. Um, ESCOM is just secure communications. It's a secure communications tower down below uh you now know where that is down there as well is it directly under city hall or adjacent or pretty far away from it It is um it is on the smack side of that underground city but it is not directly underneath city hall hmm. you know it's a shame we can't just take out the tower i mean the message has probably already been set message has already been sent at this point but too bad we can't just cancel well, it you know th well that's just it is uh, we can't cancel it by destroying the tower but they might have a cancel signal to send oh that's thought i don't know i did did any of them have any idea how long it would take them to get here from a man award or whatever or are they coming from everywhere are they meeting up first then moving as a huge swarm unit do we know I think we don't know, but I just get the feeling with how disorganized they normally are, the the less uh, the less organized they are, the harder it is to deal with them. If they're just a massive group, right? Yeah, I, I I got the I got the impression that they're just all heading towards a set of coordinates, which is us, and then shoot anything that's not. Um, Smack. Uh, here, here's a thought. What if we send them? What if we could send the wrong coordinates? You know, like on the other side of the planet. Uh, I don't see how we could spoof us being like that. that yeah, that would no, probably no, take no, a no, lot of work. Not not work, but I was just toying around some ideas. It's, Maybe a different nope. planet, but yeah. Or that bad ideas here. It might be something I could manage, but you know, first we would have to take control of this, uh, this ESCOM tower, um, and uh, you know, uh, and, and then we could see what we're dealing with. Well, let's if we're able What's to. The point? What's the that point? That just seems like a sending them. Yeah, I'm not sure it's worth it, but I'm just. You know, just spitting out no, ideas. No, I, I mean, for them, why are they doing this? They've either already gotten what they they want, and and they're calling it a swarm, or I just don't understand. Well, they probably I, figured if a swarm was called, they'd be able to either forcefully remove the other three groups or make them retreat. Both of which seems advantageous. If they're fortifying that and not salvaging, that seems more of a long-term oh, yeah, benefit, yeah. not not a short-term. That's what I was going to say. They're definitely they're definitely in it for the long haul. So they're they're definitely laying their claim and making sure no one else can take it. I just I I wonder 
it's it's a big thing, right? It sounds like all of Smet coming into one place and swarming it. That sounds like a a big deal. Um, I don't think it's Smek at this point. Like I, I think Smek is the the tool they're kind of, using to make it happen. But I honestly, I doubt this is all Smek's plan. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, it almost feels like a cover up. Like Donovan and Mark can use this as a diversion to wipe out witnesses and and just leave this place with what they wanted no one being the wiser so oh, yeah, it's probably sure. very important for them to get out of here without other people knowing they were here if anything i i love to do some investigation after this is over with you know assuming we survive i'd be interested to see if there's any other plans seeing this kind of activity where like an organization corpro or pirate or whatever just you know taking control over an abandoned location you know well here's what concerns me i don't think these corporate goons even want smack remaining when this is done probably probably they probably are gonna kick the bucket shortly after yeah well you get them all gathered in one place in a big swarm what would you do to take care of it yeah i could think of a few different ways they might it doesn't have involve something blowing up a mine about, okay but... Okay, it's one it of them. Might. It, it, it might involve blowing up the whole damn planet. Is that is that like a thing, Bob, that like I'm aware is possible, like blowing a planet up? The most devastating uh, planet based things that have happened in this universe's history that you all are aware of from um, Cygnus State history are mm-hmm. devastating orbital bombardments, which have rendered planets um uninhabitable, uninhabitable yeah. but not no you have never seen anything that has destroyed an entire planet like a planet okay. destroying thing is still like in the science fiction of this universe right right okay. be concerned if we see a moon coming out of nowhere maybe <laughs> yeah that's if no you moon see, yeah if you see no moon <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see a moon that may not be a moon be concerned but no yeah that's that's still science fiction in this universe um like you like people have ruined planets to that conclusion yeah Yeah. people have ruined planets people have ruined them via toxifying them via destroying their ecosystems via destroying their atmosphere and things like that um because people are still people even in outer space they still do the same bullshit um but uh, destroying an entire planet uh, is still something, as far as you're aware, is is beyond you. Yeah, but um, you've you've got all of these pirate crews on a very specific location on the planet, and and attacking one area is from orbit is not out of the question. And, and also dealing with this this strange technology, it's fair to wonder if they're about to unleash some kind of unprecedented amount of damage um, to this planet. I hate to bring this up, but maybe we should have the kid look into gates nearby and if they're activating and if we have anything showing up or something, if he can. Yeah, uh, and I can help him with that. Oh, wait, gate. Oh, like, uh, yeah, like jump gates, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if if they're... 
my concern is they're having Smack come in to wipe everything out and then just bringing in, you know, a warship, a cap like a capital ship or something and just clean the planet, just wipe it clean because they get what they want. And then the corporate could just walk away. And get rid of a bunch of space pirates at once. Because, like, the, you, my understanding is that these guys are, like, infesting stars all over the place. Gathering them up and killing them like this would be fucking great for the corporate people, right? Uh, as far as you're aware, the free space of, of the free space pact, Smack is the largest and most disorganized group. It is largely uh, an organization of independent pirate groups that are just causing a ruckus all over the place. Um, that was the group you guys fought in the pre-campaign test mission. Yeah. Well, if, if wiping everything out was their only goal, uh, what are they so interested in uh, that they're 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 fortifying a whole area around it? You know, Astro, that may not be a question we ans we get answered until after this conflict. So I yeah, think that's something I, I we think, worry about then. I think speculation isn't going to help us too much at this point. I I no, I agree. I just think we need to. Remember, our our main objective here is to find out what they're doing, and we need to get into, uh, you know, uh, the government buildings if we can, and uh, see what kind of intel we can gather. Well, let's. Yeah, I still got a bad feeling about all this, but uh, I agree. Let's worry about that uh, when we get there. All right. So let's take this forward a little bit. Um, do we want to go to what you guys are doing in the meantime before the pre the pre battle planning stuff, or are there specific scenes you guys wanted to have before that? Um, I I mean, yeah, I'll have some things I want to do in regards to um, uh, talking to um, oh Lord. I just did not remember. Ruination, Ru conditioning? Ruination conditioning. 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 How yeah. could I forget that name? <laughs> My of goodness. All the proper nouns <laughs> that of all the proper nouns I could have forgotten today. Why is his the one I remembered? <laughs> no one wants to remember him. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I want to talk to ruination conditioning, and then I'll also want to personally uh, try to monitor um, what what. Uh, Steve was asking us to do to see like if they send any troops in response to our diversion or not. Oh, okay. So you're going to handle the battlefield stuff and you're going to have RC tech out the uh, <coughs> warp gate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like see gotcha. what's happening okay. uh, outside uh, of the planet. Um, cool. Absolutely. Uh, and Steve, uh, what is your, major objective going underground what are you what are you going to see where are you going to see it and what is your kind of stance doing so um any kind of mobilization just like uh they are watching out for us coming from there i want to see if they're mobilizing anything or having any kind of movements underground um i want to know if there's any kind of uh setup for these bombs or, or anything like they used last time in different areas around um 
anything out of the ordinary beyond those two things. Uh, ideally, they would be setting up one of those bombs, and it's it's far enough away that we could uh, take it mm-hmm. and then use it for the original plan, right? That would be like the dream. Or my original plan, I should say. The, All yeah. right. Um, Kestrel, uh, I would like you uh to make a uh gather information roll please gather information roll okay um are there are there i can't really ask this without i'll ask it anyways um are there troops down there is is it a strange situation me traveling down there and i would have trying to be stealthy i would have to as to to be cards on the table yes okay then i would ask to invoke stay cool i know it's not information but it's avoiding a detection yeah perform a task that uh, requires concentration dexterity speed or precision under pressure Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely uh and in this situation i'm gonna go ahead and go with that for sure okay um i'm going to just uh have you roll okay uh that was a poor roll. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's lucky. I, I mean, lucky number seven. That's can I not how it works? <laughs> can In my you? Because like we can, we we can push rolls, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. This this feels really bad. I rolled a one, and I have a plus six to the roll, so it came yeah. out as a seven. So here, here's 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 the thing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now. So gather information does give you an option on a nine or less that still could get you some information, but Mm -hmm. know that pushing a roll means that it instantly becomes risky, meaning on a 10 through 20, you'll get a downside even if you get a 10 through 20. So if you push for risky, uh, on a 10 through 20, you get an extra downside, but if you get a 20 plus... But if you get a 20 plus when you say 10 through 20, does yeah. that include 20 or X? No, no. 20, 20 and up is good. It's a 10 okay. through 19, really, that still gotcha, can gotcha. screw things up. And yeah. and if you push a roll and get like less than 10 again, that's bad. So let's see. <laughs> um, But if you want to push the roll and you're right, you have a really good modifier on this and give me something really creative or good. I could see you getting a bonus to the roll, like uh, an accuracy to it. If, uh, if there's a reason why you think an accuracy should be applied. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask to be a jerk here and let me think about that for a second. And you handle someone else's you know what? thing. That sounds great. I will do okay. that. Ah. Okay. Um, what we are going to do then, uh, is we are going to go to, Hmm. Uh, who do you think, uh, of the three of you comes across, uh, an argument on the DBC. An argument. Yeah, there's an argument happening. Which of the three of you stumbles into this argument? Uh, sure, I can do it. Evelyn, 
Evelyn, uh, as you're preparing the coming days, Steve is gone. Steve is going down to do his um, recon mission. Um, you know, you're getting things prepped. Uh, you're making sure the mechs are in tip top shape as is your kind of duty on the ship. Um, you know, things are, you know, back at full repair, but now you're making sure they're all geared up just the way you need to do the kind of mission you're doing. Um, you know, Astro is working on, um, you know, Astro and RC are working on some things, um, which is why you get a little concerned when you hear RC's voice down the hallway ahead of you. Um, just obviously like very angry, like, like in a boasting way, kind of like saying something that you can tell even without hearing the words sounds like pompous and stuck up. That's a, that's a tone that is often used by RC. So you've come to know it well. It's fairly common. Is it curry? Do you go investigate? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you round the corner, and at the end of the hall, Curry has Caught RC it. by the collar. Like, he's grabbing him by the front of the shirt and has, with one arm, lifted him up and pressed him against a wall. Like, it looks like Curry is about to beat the shit out of RC. But you'll notice... RC does not look at all worried. He's looking down at Curry, just super fucking smug. Uh, Evelyn's going to kind of walk into the room to be like, uh, what's going on? Uh, Curry drops RC, just like immediately, like, like almost like he's been caught doing something. Uh, Curry, like, lets go of RC. RC, like, drops to the floor and like pats himself off and curry says it's nothing evelyn maybe you should get back to work uh, uh me and curry uh, me and uh, rc were having a conversation yeah you don't tell me what to do what's going on <laughs> rc pushes curry out of the way and says like i will gladly tell you what's going on this he looks at uh curry oaf hasn't been telling us something. Evelyn kind of cocks her head to the side. Not 100% believing him, but like, go on. Curry is like, listen, Evelyn, you know this guy. He's not trustworthy. He's a huge asshole. He makes everyone's lives miserable. Just don't listen to him. Yeah, well, I like having evidence to use against him later in case I ever need to convince Asher to kick him off the ship. So go on. Uh, RC steps up and says, well, uh, after Curry so rudely mocked me the other day, uh, and called me a coward and an informant. Yeah, yeah, RC, shut the fuck up and get to the point. He looks annoyed, but he continues. Well, I did some digging into his past and he's not exactly who he says he is. Okay. You're gonna leave us hanging. Well, what's what's Curry, the um... yeah? Curry does like a like a motion with his hands, like he's like like this was my masterwork. You were supposed to be impressed, uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, get on with it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he says, "Well, I dug into his records, and he's not even Signian." So. 
I RC just looks befuddled now. He's like, so he's he's from the FFC. Curry says that is you can't prove that. <laughs> RC's like, yeah, I can. I don't. I I feel like this should be more dramatic than it is. I don't give a crap about people's past. He does a good job. RC has the entire like he was like so smug coming into this. He was like super on his shit. He just looks completely deflated. He's like he could he could be a he could be a spy. He could be a spy for them. Well, I'll I'll be the judge of that. But I mean. Don't go picking fights. You're not prepared to back up. He falsified his entire past. He he has records from his his childhood that says he was from the Cygnus State so he could get jobs in the Corps. Uh, Evelyn kind of looks looks at Curry. Like, what is Curry's reaction? I think it is. Curry is like looking down. Like he you, he's still wearing his like um, jumpsuit. Right. Yeah. That he does like maintenance in. It has like oil stains on it and stuff. He's like looking down. He has like his hands in his pocket and is just kind of like not meeting your eyes. So what you're telling me is this background has any impact on his ability to do his job? I, it's it's a safety thing. Kymer. This could. I'm going to repeat myself. Is this is this impacting his ability to do his job? Do you have any evidence that he is doing subpar performance just because of where he's from, where he's born? Okay, you know what, Chimera? If you're not going to, you are the, the wrong person. You are the wrong person to talk to about this. I'm going to tell Astro, and you see Curry as soon as he says this, reaches out and like grabs RC by the like the back of his shirt and like throws him into the wall and like holds him against the wall. And you see, you hear RC basically like, see, see what I'm talking about. Well, to be fair, you are kind of an ass. You probably deserve it one way or another. Curry's like, right? Look, if this was really an issue. Well, you know what? No, it's not an issue. RC, you need to get your shit together. No one gives a crap about where he's from. And if it's and I'm willing to bet money, the Astro is not going to carry either. In fact, I, I, if he does, I will have an issue with him. It doesn't matter. And if that is something that matters to you, then maybe you don't belong here at all. All right? RC so get, just looks befuddled. So get the stick out of your ass and let it go. Like, again, a second time. He just looks, like, deflated. And uh, Curry, like, takes his hand off of him. And RC just kind of, like, sways there for a second, no longer being held against the wall. Is like, you guys are going to get yourselves hurt someday by not taking this shit seriously. Well, I'll be, well, we'll deal with it when, if, it, if the time comes. Whatever, I'm leaving. And then RC goes to exit. Yeah, you should have punched him. This is the Curry, oh, by the oh, way. Yeah, yeah. Once Curry's there alone, he's like, 
come on. He deserves it for more reasons than this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Look, the kid's just annoying. But at the same time, I mean. Yeah, no, he's just annoying. I, I was I was thinking, trying to think of something nice to say about him. It's hard. But Evelyn, are, are you serious? Is this. In some ways, he's right. If, <laughs> if the authorities were to find out about this, they could put me away for a long time. I did a lot of top secret work for corpse back in the core sectors. Are you doing it now? He motions around at the DBC is like, no. Then we're fine. We're on the level. I obviously you regret it. I'm not going to hold it against you. I mean, we might want to let Astro this just in case, but I mean, I'm not going to narc on you. That's your choice. I have no issue. It, 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 the past is the past. Curry, like, rubs his brows like, wow. Well, thank you. I, I mean, I look, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. Back where I'm from, a lot of people disappear in the mines when they have stuff they don't want people to find out. So this is the same deal. I, I don't question it. If people have their reasons, I'm not going to, I'm not going to prod into them. As long as you're not hurting us or the people around you, I don't care. Evelyn, thank you. That, that means a lot. Man, I really do want to punch him now. Right? He, it's like his face is calling for it. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Good grief, I was not ready for this. So, at the end of that scene, uh, Astro, are you there? Yep, I'm here. What is Astro's reaction when RC comes to you and tells you that Curry is actually from the uh, FFC and has been falsifying his records this whole time? Um. What's FFC again? I, I, I remember. They it. are the Federation of Former Colonies. They are the other large space nation that isn't the Cygnus state. Okay, sure. Um, well, first they'll be like, uh, like, oh, hold, hold, hold on, slow down. How did you find out this? What, what's going on? Well, after we got captured by White Rabbit... Curry and I got into a bit of a tussle after I came back and something seemed off about him to me. So I did a little digging as I'm wont to do. All right. Um, I. The, let, let me talk to Curry about this, but I mean. I, I, I don't think. I, I don't think this is something we need to worry about right now. We've got enough going on uh, currently. Uh, RC just like, just looks so annoyed. Uh, he's like, Astro, if they even find out he's working for us and they find out the information that I found out, then we could be seen as FFC spies. And that's not being in the shit list of a corp group that's being on the shit list for the Cygnus state. 
Yeah, I, I get it. Um, it. How hard was it to, for you to find out this information? I mean, is anything really hard for me? Okay, uh, for friendly us with people. mere mortals, how hard would it be? Oh, fuck, you don't have a chance. Well, then we don't have anything to worry about right now. No one's really? going to find out. You just think that... <sighs> I swear, you and Evelyn... <sighs> Listen, I'll talk to Curry, right? Uh, but I just can't deal with this right now. Um, we we have, like, this entire battle we're, we're preparing for. I can't, can't worry about this one thing at a time. All right, fine. But you know what? Maybe lock the doors to your cabin rooms because we don't know if he's a spy. Okay, I don't think Curry's gonna like kill us or something. Have you? He look. He like. He look. Looks at you seriously. It's like, do you see what he did to those people who were attacking the DBC? Yeah, he I think he can kick your ass, Astro. I, I'm sure he can, but he's proved his loyalty to us. So All right. You know, maybe might... you guys are fine with, you know, flying around with a box of dynamite sitting on your ship. But that just seems crazy to me at the very. Do you even want to discuss the fact that you could probably turn him in for a huge bounty? We are not doing that. Listen, I'm not. Why? Happy. I'm not happy. He lied. To, he lied to me about his background. I'm definitely going to talk to him about that but we're not turning in him in for a bounty. Uh, I want to hear his side of the story. Um, normally, I don't want to have everyone, if they have a past that they want to keep personal, I, I respect those wishes. But you're not wrong that he could be a liability, so we have to figure out how to handle this. So I just need you to stay quiet about this for now. And let's focus on the mission at hand. All right, fine. For now, I will hold on to this. But this is going to be a new discussion once we're off planet. Yeah, fine, whatever. Just make sh make sure you're monitoring those jump gates. Yeah, I, I got need it. You focused. <sighs> sure. I'll take care of it. Great. He didn't tell Astro that Evelyn knows, did he? He, he said you and Evelyn at one point. He did not spell that out yeah. specifically, though, no. Okay. Yeah. I'll take from context that he mentioned Evelyn that he probably told Evelyn. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to say after that bombshell, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you stew a little bit on the implications there. And we'll call this session end for right now. When we come back next session, we'll follow back up with Kestrel and see what Steve has planned for his recon mission and see about uh, what it's going to look like for the assault on Smack Forces. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.